0: Hello, everyone.
1: Oh, hello.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. This is a special announcement for you live listeners. Yes, indeed. And it is this. So we're not going to talk about it during this first part of the show, but at 3.45 today... Pacific Standard Time. Pacific Standard Time. Yes. Uh, live in studio will be Mr. Brian Posehn.
1: Which I am so excited about because we've had him on the show before, but that was the day that I was stuck in traffic court. Yeah. And I didn't get to be here at all for the show.
2: Yeah, I think Kenny and I interviewed him. Yeah, yeah. The last time. Which he is awesome. He's so much fun. So... So... There's a special deal with this So we're also going to be joined During that interview Of Brian Pussain By Lisa Wood Yes So she's not here For this part of the show But later on She'll be here For that interview Because I may have to leave Halfway through the interview
1: So what the universe Is telling us Is that Greg and I Are not supposed to ever Interview Brian Pussain together Apparently not Apparently not Yeah it depends
2: When he gets here I may be here For the first part of the interview And then I'll just get up And leave Yeah um, Maybe I'll just not Tell him beforehand And I'll just get up And walk out Let's
1: tell maybe him not. beforehand maybe, maybe, no. maybe we should do that Because then you're Throwing off an interview you that you have no part of anymore, and that's just that's not it, fair to us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, 3.45, Brian Possein here on the network. Awesome. Yes, with Lisa Wood. And that interview will probably air on tomorrow's show. Um, yeah, people are asking, in studio? Yes, in studio. He yep. will be physically here. He's well, landing we, this afternoon and then coming He's here. coming
1: straight from the airport, so yeah. hopefully it's a good flight.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, I guess sometimes. that's the only thing that could affect his uh, flights, you know, Yeah. yeah but who knows. Um, so anyway... That's what's going on.
1: That's what's happening. Yes, indeed. All right.
2: All right. Shall we continue with Let's the Let's do it. All right.
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
2: The future of radio. The future of radio is
1: here. Funemploymentradio.com
2: Seriously, I just It's a real problem that I I have I think you do have a problem No, and I've I've thought about it And I realized it yesterday It's when you You know when you have a problem When you're in the act Yeah, and And you 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 still can't stop yourself Yeah, and you can't stop yourself And you know it's wrong
1: That's how I feel when I'm in line Ordering Safeway Chinese food Because it's like You could still stop you haven't ordered it yet, you're just right. waiting. Yeah, but you don't you still have to, do it. but you
2: still do it. You just go through the motions. Yeah, it it really was. It was like that, and then it was shamefully like trying to hide it from other people. Yeah, you're a really like obvious shame eater too. No, it was bad. Like you, you try to shove it into your mouth and like you have your cheeks
1: full like a chipmunk. Yeah. And you just sit there and try to chew it as fast as possible. You are the least sneaky eater I've ever seen.
2: Well, okay. Yeah. Uh hello, <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon Thank you everyone for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it of course we do want to remind everyone that uh, coming up on February 22nd will be the fun employment radio Network party it sure is and you can get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com I highly suggest you getting those do it uh, of selling the way they get are them. selling So uh, $5 That's it online Uh, $10 at the door But you know We can't guarantee There'll be tickets at the door There's only so much room Yeah so uh, Get your tickets ahead of time $5 right there At funemploymentradio.com
1: Click on that link So much happening So we'll be doing Our live podcast We're gonna be joined By Rick uh, Emerson Tim Riley Also Chronicles of the Nerds Has something really cool They're doing So
2: does Geek in the City Yeah Keelan will be DJing Yep There's gonna be All kinds of shit And everybody else From the network Will be there So it's gonna be So much fun Everybody hanging out Having a good time
1: Greg just did his like good time arm dance. Well, Greg, before that, you know there is another holiday. Well, Groundhog Day, clearly.
2: Well, yes, there is. But
1: another another holiday. Well,
2: what holiday would that be, sir? Why,
1: Greg? It's a holiday that's important to a lot of people, and it is Valentine's Day.
2: Indeed, Valentine's Day, and one of the lovely gentlemen who will be appearing at the Fun Employment Radio Network Mm -hmm. party.
1: Mr. Tim Riley. We just mentioned him. He is back and he's advertising again with us uh, for, specifically, just to make sure that you can get yourself a really cool gift for your loved one, significant other, what have you, for Valentine's Day or just for in general.
2: Indeed, because of Office Break Gifts. OfficeBreakGifts.com. Indeed. And uh, it is, it's Tim's, uh, Tim's new side business. It's fantastic. It's where he, basically, they're custom-made gift baskets so you don't have to think about it or work on it. You go there and you pick out all kinds of different ones that he has pre-made And then they will hand put them together Ship them off for you Or you can even pick them up here in town mm,
1: Yes, and they now actually have a place in town So if you want to order one But you don't want it to be shipped You can actually stop by Coordinate it with Tim And pick up your package And they have this new one I've been looking at Which is awesome It's called the Keep Portland Weird Neon Gift Bo- <laughs> uh, Gift Box
2: I haven't even seen that one What's... Seriously,
1: it has all these different kinds of snacks and things It also comes with a Keep Portland Weird pint glass And a bumper sticker
2: Oh, that's cool. So, which I don't
1: even know where you even get those. I see them, but I've never seen them. But anyway, you can get you can get that. He has some Valentine's Day boxes, of course. Uh, the winter warming box. When he was talking about the little warming,
2: yes, the gel hand warmer things. Thing.
1: <laughs> hand yeah. warmer things.
2: I actually gave one to my mom this uh, Christmas. It was, Did
1: she like it? It was a hit.
2: I'm telling you, it was a hit. And then. I didn't. I kind of alluded to the fact that I bought it somewhere else, but then I kind of let her think that I put it together, but she knew I wouldn't put something here. Seriously,
1: together that you nice, tried so. to pretend like you put together a No, professional I box.
2: started off that way, but it, she knows me well enough to know that I could never put something together that nice. But she appreciated that I got something that sure. nice. Sure. So that it's a was a very nice gift. A very nice gift. Well,
1: yep. So those are available, and you can get yours now by going to officebreakgifts.com. You can pick it up in town. Also, uh, in their new space, they have uh, a masseuse yes. as well, so you can get massage gift certificates. And it's Tim. I mean, everyone wants to support Tim Riley it's in his Tim venture. Riley. It's Tim Riley,
2: news god. Yes, officebreakgifts dot com, or there's a link right on our website too. So mm-hmm. wanted to make sure everybody knows about that. And um, so what I was talking about here at the beginning of the show is, as as everyone knows, I have a side job as well. Yes, no, I have like eight of them. You do, uh, but one of them.
1: <laughs> you have many, many side. jobs. I have
2: many side jobs. It's yes. it's hard for me to keep it straight sometimes. It's it's uh, it's hard to understand. Did I tell you it's I'm different.
1: going back for round two with my side job this weekend?
2: Oh yeah, nice. Yes, I'm doing a
1: closing shift. I'm really nervous.
2: Oh boy, I As don't know
1: because I got to get out before everyone was super drunk because mm-hmm. I only worked until nine. But this is like till closing time.
2: Then you're working with the real drunks this time. I'm working with the with the real drunks. That's that's the hard course.
1: Yeah, last uh, last week I guess after I left, uh, apparently the bartender that was there got a chair thrown at him. So there's that. They got a chair thrown at them? A chair thrown at yeah. A chair
2: Are you prepared to duck chairs? Do you want, I, me, to, do you want me to throw things at you And see if you can dodge We should start
1: practicing my dodging technique
2: Sweet! I'll throw stuff at you all day long <laughs> Don't this throw punches awesome. at me, Greg I'm just going to throw this across the table <laughs> no. at you Throughout the podcast I will throw things at you Just to see if you can dodge them To try to, try to get your skills up I think that's a good idea. Okay, I like this idea. I'll try and
1: be more nimble, as I'm. Yep. Yeah, pouring drinks and yep. ducking chairs. Yeah,
2: absolutely. All right.
1: Well, you will not be ducking chairs. No, I.
2: Talking. I don't duck Most chairs. Most likely. At, but, well, I hope not. Something would go terribly wrong if that were to happen. Mm-hmm. It's possible, I suppose. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I. Of course, I. I work down at the Portland Art Museum, and with some of their events that are going on down there. And uh, with that, though, since they they have very fancy events that happen at at, uh, at the art museum, it's great. But there's also a lot of really fancy catering that happens and when you're working there you tend to get uh, you tend to sometimes get some free food like from the fancy catering events and yesterday there were two different events and I was offered this the food, you know, from each one, and I cannot say no to free food. Mm-mm. I can't do it. You can't, even if it's something I don't like. Like if it's some kind of a, if if it's a dish that I don't even normally eat. If it's free and it's sitting there and it's offered to me, nope. I will eat it. I know how you won't eat it if it has any sort of condiment on it of any kind. But if it's free, I may still even try it. All right, I may still even try it, and that's what happened yesterday. I found myself so. So there was the two different events, and the first one happened, and they I got free food from that, so I'm like, sweet, I scarf it all down. What kind of food was it? And uh, the first one, I got like a fancy like eggplant sandwich thing, Ooh. like gift, like a, not gift bag, but uh, like a like a lunchbox thing, and then cookies and like pear and and crab cakes. Like this was all just the first meal: crab wow. cakes, eggplant sandwich, chips, cookies, pear. All of that, I ate all of it. Greg's speaking of this with such gusto. I ate it's all amazing. Of it. it was free, Sarah. I cannot turn it down. <laughs> but then the other event happened. And so this was later on in the night. And then that one, they had extra food too. And this was perfectly sanctioned. You know, they're like, okay, yeah, well, there's extra food. So you guys can help yourselves. So I did. And I went and ate t- my second meal of the night because I couldn't not do it. Well, because it's free and it's rude to turn down free food. Yeah. And so then I end up. The problem was, though. The people that I work with had already seen me that I that had already eaten one meal, and really,
1: this, you still have this, like some then, pride in front of the
2: people you work with. And then I then I went and got like this giant plate of other food and like all these potatoes and like stuffed bell peppers and like salmon and I, but I didn't really want them to see me eating it because I have that problem <laughs> of eating in front of people that aren't eating. So I went and I I kind of hid back in an office. With a seriously big plate of food and a fork and I like shoveled it in as fast you as you shovel
1: could. it's really weird to watch you eat because you eat faster than you chew mm-hmm. so like you'll just, just shove all the food in your mouth and then start eating something else and it's still all in your face and you're looking around with well, your mouth full of food because I
2: normally don't eat that much but when it's free that's when I, I just I went to town <laughs> like I don't eat two dinners ever but I ate two dinners and this is this is how I have this problem I knew I was full I knew I didn't need to eat this. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it was there. I didn't have to take anything. I took everything and I like f- like j- I couldn't, stop. Wow. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. Did you like take some fish. home with you? Did it, you was like- like, it was like a goldfish. When you like feed it too much food, it'll keep on eating. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Until doing. Until it explodes. Yeah. And that's what I did. I just kept on eating. I kept on shoving it down to where I gave myself a stomachache, but then I'm like, well, yeah, but there's still all the salmon left. Uh, guess I got to do it. I gotta eat it, and so I, I I did, and I gave myself a giant stomachache last night. So you, just, I have a
1: I have a problem. So you brought all your food into a back room and ate it away from everybody else. Yeah. What's wrong with you? It was free food.
2: Did you get food on yourself? It's being asked. Um, Yes, you probably did. Well, nothing that was going to stain that I couldn't wipe off. Suman in the chat says, "I'm going to treat Greg to a lunch buffet just to watch him explode." (laughs) (laughs) If it's
1: oh wow, I have seen Greg at a buffet before when uh, a big group of us went to Vegas uh, a year or so ago, and Greg at a buffet is hilarious. I love the face. It is like everyone else, you know, has like two or three plates. Greg has about. Fifteen. Well,
2: you get and a there little bit of stacked this, on top of and you get other. a little bit of that, and then you have to try this one. you got to make sure that you sample everything. The key of buffets, though, the key for that is don't load up on the breads. Breads and rice, those are filler foods. Oh, they're bullshit. Foods. They're
1: filler foods. They're
2: filler foods, where what they're trying to do is get you to fill up on the bread and then Never-ending the breadsticks
1: of at Olive Garden. That's their plan.
2: Mm. No, yeah. yeah. Nope. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Go straight for the meats. And and, and the, the fancy you know desserts if you're into that things that uh, things that won't fill you up as much but then they cost more so then you're getting more for your money.
1: And people are speculating that you might really be a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, damn it! About your that does their, sound their, very hobbit like. Second <laughs>
1: breakfast is your second dinner. But the,
2: for me though, it's only when it's free. If I have to pay for it, then I, nah, I'd rather just go hungry. I just won't do it. But wow,
1: look at free. that moral conviction you have.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's called being cheap. And just trying to take <laughs> advantage of anything that you can. So, yeah, it. I, I, I did. Uh, I, I overdid it last night. I overdid it.
1: All right. How are you feeling today?
2: I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better. Stomach's trying to get back into place. Ew. Yeah. Well, it's I ate a threw lot. threw off your body. I ate a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It did. And it's it like really
1: delicacies, did. too. Like, usually yeah, when you're fancy used to eating, food. like, frozen food.
2: No, it's very fancy, good, good food. And, uh, and yeah, I did. I, I, I ate too much. I have a problem well I'm
1: so sorry Greg that sounds like a terrible just, problem to eat I'm way too glad. much fancy nice no, free I know, food no I know
2: I know I'm just realizing though it, thing is it, even if it hadn't been fancy I still would have done it I still would have eaten it oh yeah you know had it been like a Taco Bell platter of free Taco Bell food I would have eaten as much as I possibly could because it was free sitting in front of me it's it's some kind of tick it's a problem I've got I've got to figure it out I've got to figure out what to do about this
1: okay yeah that's true because if you're I mean you're working again today mhm like, what if they have more free food? Are you well, it's not to eat guaranteed
2: it? that I'm going to, but if they have it, yeah, I will. I will. I won't learn from my lesson. Mm-hmm. I refuse to learn from anything. So I, I will absolutely still do the same thing.
1: <laughs> well, if you have some extra free food, you can always drop it by my house. Yeah I'd be okay with that It doesn't
2: quite work that way Mm -hmm. I have to eat it
1: (laughs) Well there's something That I've been really excited about
2: Yes I know you are So I
1: started this segment last week I didn't really know exactly Where I was going with it Because I didn't get A lot of chance To actually write it out And this first started with my watching of the shittiest of shitty TV shows, One Tree Hill. Yes. So I watched One Tree Hill, and so we decided to Sarah stay- <laughs> is
2: addicted to terrible television. I am. On Netflix and, uh, and wherever else you can get it. Mm-hmm. You watch the worst television programming that's probably ever been produced. Yes, it's yeah. true.
1: So I do, and I love it. And so we decided uh, last week, because I just finished One Tree Hill, and uh, we decided last week that maybe I should do a bit that is called... I watch bad TV, so you don't have to. It's or Sarah true. watches bad TV, so you don't have to. So I went through my my thought catalog, my thought index. Is that,
2: is that what you call that?
1: Yeah, and I decided to go through and through Can my I, brain index. How does
2: your thought catalog work exactly? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, is it all? Filed it does. Away? It's not really working so well today. Yeah, okay. No. All right.
1: Uh, but so I was going through, and I was just thinking, like, what what show could I just write off the top of my head that I know is bad that I could give a synopsis of? that people so people could understand what this show was about. And so I was thinking about really shitty TV shows that yeah, I watched. Yeah, last
2: time you did One Tree Hill. One
1: Tree Hill. And this one, so this one that I picked for today, it isn't I don't think it's shitty. It is one of my favorite shows ever. I've watched this at least
2: Four or five times all the way through. Yeah, but see, that's not really a good place of judgment, just because you don't think it's shitty. Mm-hmm. That generally means the majority of people probably. No, it's do.
1: pretty bad. It's yeah. bad. It is. It is pulpy, and it is silly, and it's just ridiculous. But it is one of my favorite shows ever
2: People are asking in the chat Is it Dawson's Creek? Nope, not Dawson's Creek Is it Felicity? Whatever that is
1: Oh no, I'll do Felicity one of these days But it is not Felicity
2: Okay, alright These were these were all like primarily <gasps> Felicity's WB just
1: shows. really quick All you have to do is say like She had long hair And then she cut off all of her hair And lost all the viewers at the
2: end Okay. All right. Well, That's, there we go. Now I do not have to funny. watch Felicity. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. This is good. Now I at least know that. So this is kind of like ball talk when I try to, try to summarize to Oh, Life Goes
1: On. That isn't bad TV. Life Goes On was family entertainment that for us. That was good.
2: Yeah, I did watch. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that one in college some, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, oh, oh, I, I loved that. that show. I won't do my Corky impression right now. It
1: introduced me to uh, you know, Down syndrome kids. It introduced you to, to mm-hmm. the AIDS.
2: No, th- did, was the AIDS in there? Oh, oh
1: yeah, because yeah, she dated the Chad HIV positive yeah, guy. That's yeah, that's right.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That
1: was very controversial. Right. Yes, and Tyler died in a horrific car accident. Oh, gosh, that was so sad. Anyway, none of those ones. Not 90210, not Felicity, not Dustin's Creek. Today, my friends, I know you've heard me talk about it, so I decided to nutshell... This show for you
2: Okay, see And this does do something good for me So that way If anybody is ever talking about this I can say Yes, I understand what it's about I don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. Well, nobody's way, ever going to Really can... want to talk to you about this But Well, uh, yeah But I've, I've walked in on conversations Where people are talking about it And then they try to explain it to me Okay This way I can just say Nope, I already know it Don't have to talk about it Okay Don't tell me Well, so, today Sarah, You're doing me a favor here
1: Today I decided That I wanted to share with you all One of my favorite bad TV shows In my new segment Sarah watches bad TV So you don't have to I give you the synopsis
2: of Gossip Girl. So this is the entire season, or the entire series?
1: This is the entire series. Okay,
2: is this is this theme music to it?
1: This is the closing theme music, there really isn't a theme at the beginning. All
2: right, all right. Please explain. I have never seen Gossip Girl.
1: Here we go. Gossip Girl takes place in a magical land of trust funds and unicorns not really but not unicorns but trust funds called the upper east side the upper east side is in manhattan and those that reside there are very very wealthy the two main characters of the show are serena vanderwoodson and blair waldorf Serena Vanderwoodsen is just coming back from reform school at the beginning of the series After being sent there, after getting caught drunken on drugs And having sex with her best friend's boyfriend, Nate Now Nate is Blair's boyfriend Blair's mom is a famous fashion designer Blair is a bitch Blair is dating Nate, but then starts her torrid love affair with the character We all love to hate Chuck Bass Many puns are used because of his last name Basshole, pain in the bass, etc. It never gets old Blair and Chuck love each other. They break up many, many, many times. She marries a prince. She divorces the prince. She then marries Chuck at the end after he throws his father off of a building and kills him. Now, Serena Van tries to be a good girl, but is not. She's a good girl, then a bad girl, then a good girl. She is always a slut. She has daddy issues and works them out by whoring herself out quite a bit. Serena Van mom is nuts and is married to Chuck's dad. Chuck's dad, Bart, dies in a car accident. Everyone is sad, but of course, he's not really dead because Chuck eventually kills him at the end of the series. By throwing him off a roof There is also a character named Dan Humphrey I'm starting my music again Dan Humphrey is poor and comes from the wrong side of the tracks which, which in Manhattan means Brooklyn Dan has a slutty sister named Jenny who makes clothes Jenny has sexual relations with Chuck And Blair throws her out of Manhattan Dan and Serena Vanderwoods and fall in and out of love Dan is kind of creepy He is a writer and super douchey But for some reason Serena keeps dating him And lets him treat her like shit At the end of the series they get married (laughs) Nate is the last of the main characters And is pretty boring And is basically only there to have sex with old married ladies And flip back and forth between dating Serena, Blair, and Jenny I'm not even going to touch who Vanessa is Georgina Sparks plays a villain in the show And she causes much to do Amongst all of the characters Uh, Georgina is played by the same actress That played Buffy the Vampire Slayer's sister In Buffy the Vampire Slayer Finally, the show is called Gossip Girl Because there is a website that they all go to For gossip called What do you know it? Gossip Girl Now every show begins and ends with The voice of Gossip Girl Who is voiced by Kristen Bell Although she is not on the show Saying, you know you love me, XOXO, Gossip Girl Throughout the entire show You do not know who Gossip Girl is In the last episode, Of the last season, you find out who she is Gossip Girl Is Dan Humphrey This just makes him even more pathetic Now, even though this is one of the most ridiculous shows in the entire world I love it so, so much And have watched it through at least four or five times If you like pulp and ridiculous wealth and pretty people And fake deaths and drunken debauchery And super rich, pretentious asshole kids Without a worry in the world You must watch this show I know you will love it I know you love me XOXO Sarah
2: is that how you're gonna end them from now on? Wow. Well, I feel like I've learned a lot. Uh, just a couple of quick questions, sure. just clarifying questions. Uh-huh. How does someone throw someone out of Manhattan?
1: Oh, Blair. The Waldorf name carries a lot of weight. You, you Jenny can't can't was banned from Manhattan. Someone
2: from a city.
1: No, you can if you're Blair Waldorf And Jenny Humphrey sleeps with Chuck Bass When, when uh, Chuck Bass told Blair That he wanted to propose to her On top of the Empire State Building But her car came late And so when she showed up She was five minutes late And Chuck had already left But he left the flowers that he was bringing for her On top of the Empire State Building And then he was sad Because he thought Blair didn't want to be with him And then uh, when Chuck got home He bumped into Jenny Humphrey And then they ended up having sexual relations And then Blair went to find Chuck And then Jenny is in his bed But she doesn't know it and then Jenny totally outs Chuck, and then Jenny is banned from Manhattan. All
0: right.
1: Jenny is also uh, that slutty blonde chick that's in the, that uh, Reckli- pretty reckless. Oh, the that band? band, yeah.
2: Okay, I like that. And this is also the show with uh, with uh, Blake Lively, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Blake Lively. She's okay in my book. I know I don't want to watch this show though mm-hmm. Alright well thank you Sarah You're welcome Thank you for, for enlightening us Now anytime somebody is talking about this show I can just say yes I know what it's all about mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Dan wh- What is it Which one's the bastard Chuck Bass is a bastard Chuck Bass is a bastard So I can pretend like this So if I'm talking to a girl Or I'm like <laughs> hitting on a girl And she starts talking about this And I'm like Oh yeah man that Chuck Bass <laughs> See What a, what a jackass Kulan's
1: saying How the fuck do you bang someone The same night you are going to propose to someone else That's why Chuck is <sighs> well, a bastard Well that's how hole. you get
2: thrown out of Manhattan That's for sure mm-hmm. Okay all right. Well, thank you. That Chuck Bass is a bastard. Yes. All right. Thank you, Sarah. I'm sorry.
1: I didn't mean for that to be too long. If it was,
2: I it's as long as you want it to be. Okay. I feel like I've learned something. Okay. Wow. Can we do a little bit of ball talk now? Just try. Did to you want to make, make something a little? I would like to make more up more what, what Just went on right there, and uh, and and perhaps yeah, just 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 get this out of out of my head. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, Sarah. We got a few different things. Of course, it's pretty much all revolving around the upcoming Bolo Day Super, which is happening on Sunday. The
1: Bolo Day Super, you say?
2: Bolo Day Super. Mm -hmm. But there is one other thing that's going to be happening today, and that is the NBA All-Star Selection. It's going to be happening at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time, where they will be naming the reserves for the All-Star game. Okay So the starters are already determined by fans Fans are kind of idiots They get it about half right, half wrong The reserves are voted on by the coaches of each conference So generally it's the people who are more deserving of it LaMarcus Aldridge will be an all-star selection for the reserves Okay Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers might There's a chance he could get in We'll have to see what happens, but that's what's going to be going on at about 4:30 p.m. So if you're watching your Twitters and your Facebooks and everything, explodes. and the NBA fans in your life start posting things, this is why they're posting that because the All Star selection happens 4:30 p.m. Pacific time. All right. Uh, other than that, it's back to the uh, back to the Super Bowls. So several different things are going to be going on. Okay. Obviously, uh, media days have been happening, and there have there have been some some controversies. Various things, of course. Each each side, uh, each team, is trying to uh, trying to promote themselves, talking about how amazing they are. Richard Sherman, one of the most outspoken people, mm-hmm. has said many things about uh, about the Super Bowl, and this, particularly he had the interview which happened uh, a couple of weeks ago, which I was so happy I got to see live. Yes, you did get to see that live. Well, one of the people that he was talking about, especially when he was on the field and making the choking sign. Over the fact that he interrupted a pass, disrupted a pass, led to an interception, ended the game, the Seahawks won. Well, he was disrupting a pass from Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick of the San Francisco 49ers, not in the Super Bowl, but he's making some statements of his own. So he Uh ended up doing an interview in which he finally responded to Richard Sherman's remarks about, uh, about him and about his team. Colin Kaepernick said... His comments were ridiculous. If you have to tell people how good you are, then how good are you really? Those are the <laughs> good to words. beat you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. If I throw that ball one foot further, it's a touchdown, and now you're the goat, Richard Sherman. He called out Richard Sherman by name. He said he's You're a, the goat. I don't. You're the that, goat. I don't yeah. Get the goat. Go, the goat means you're the one who ruined the game. Like you're you're on the losing end of it. If you're the goat. Okay. Goat can also mean Greatest of all time But that's something else Okay Yeah uh, He also said He's afraid of our receivers And that's something I'm looking forward to Exploiting next year I don't believe That one's quite true Because he's Clearly stated several times He's not afraid of your receivers In fact He, yeah. he disrupted the past But this is Colin Kaepernick Going out and saying A few things So there we go Colin Kaepernick Trying to re- trying to rebut it uh, Moving on In ball talk
1: That's just tacky Was he doing it on Twitter
2: uh, he did do it well. No, he did it in an interview, but then it was being posted on Twitter as it was happening. Okay, so lots happens around, a lot happens around the Super Bowl, just because this is a huge money making event, and obviously the NFL. As I said yesterday, they don't even want you to park there. You're not allowed to. While you're, well, you're oh, allowed you can't to park walk there. on, right? You can't walk in. You can't mm-hmm. be dropped off. Also, there's a lot that happens surrounding this, much like in the World Cup and various other giant sporting events. There tends to be a big influx in. Prostitutes In Tootin In Tootin Tootin always picks up And there's a sting That was going on In uh, New York and New Jersey Over p- a particular group That was offering something Called a party pack So this is An illegal group that were offering A party pack Which consisted of A hotel room Cocaine and prostitutes You could buy the whole package <laughs> Whole package deal there Wow
1: that was, that was, Hookers and blow Hookers
2: and blow Wow was one of the packages That was being offered And they, I just like how
1: people Are walking by outside And I just yelled Hookers and blow Hookers and <laughs>
2: blow, blow. Uh, One of the things So they have busted This group However there's a lot Of other ones That are going on And there's generally Usually for these events Although New York I don't know exactly How many they have to bring in But usually they bring in Like A, a pimp's as they're called Will bring in that's, Prostitutes that's what From other cities The pimps will Yeah the pimps will bring mm-hmm. in Prostitutes from other cities To satisfy the demand For uh, For whoring So This is one of the things That is going on uh, Right now in New York So expect to See maybe Some more activity Along those lines If okay. you are in the New York area
1: I did see one Was this the one where Like it was a lot of Asian hookers um, I don't see one where they did a big sting And that was like
2: all Asian hookers That could be part of what is going on Yeah, because they were like This one I don't, this one I don't have Because they
1: were arresting like different groups Of types of hookers And one of the groups that they found Was like all Asian hookers
2: Oh, really? Yeah Okay, uh, there is uh, Oh, wow Okay, yeah And then there's also, of course uh, Issues with all kinds of other stuff But anyway
1: With the garbage truck company?
2: Well, there's a lot of things that are going on, Sarah. Yeah. A lot of things best not talked about on this show. Gotcha. Yep. Um, All right, moving on. Pingbacks. Moving on to Ball Talk. I don't believe I ever talked about this story on Ball Talk, but it was kind of a big one that was going around. And it has to do with a woman from, I believe, the Tri Cities area in the state of Washington. Now, there was a radio station that was holding a contest to find the biggest Seahawks fan. Okay. And that Seahawks fan would get tickets to go to the Super Bowl. Well, a lot of people did different things, you know, different costumes, different kinds of things to try to uh, advertise how big a fan they are. But this one woman did something that was the biggest. She shaved half of her head and had tattooed on the side of her head 12th man. Wow On the entire side of her head Now you can google this And see the picture of her Well I
1: guess you know She had long hair And she did that And then she can just Grow her hair back
2: out I guess But it is a big tattoo I mean my head
1: is covered in tattoos But you can't tell Because I grew my hair out (laughs) Right yes Mm -hmm. All of your
2: various tattoos From your times Your stints in prison Mm.
1: We don't talk about that
2: Okay Alright I'll get the exact city she's from But she was from uh, Yeah I believe The uh, Tri-Cities area Well She entered in this contest Took a picture of herself For a radio station contest and she didn't end up winning. Oh the my person god! Who won was someone who designed like a Seahawks Batman uniform, and that person won over the twelfth man logo tattoo wow. girl. Wow!
1: <gasps> All right, I'm gonna say this, and it's going to sound weird, but as far as a as far as Seahawk head tattoo would go, that is not the ugliest tattoo I've ever seen.
2: Yes, but it's on the side of her head. It's a number twelve with the Seahawks uh, Seahawks logo <laughs> thing. Over the top of it You're saying that's not a bad tattoo I'm not
1: saying it's not bad I'm saying it's not the worst thing I've ever seen It's pretty bad
2: Well the giant flower But we live in her...
1: Portland The land that is full of Shitty tattoos the... So I mean it's really not that Well this is true Not that bad
2: Well I mean she does already have Like a giant flowery Kind of looking thing Creeping up onto her Yeah see I think that The tattoo that underneath she...
1: her ear Is uglier than the other one
2: Yeah well they're both pretty They're both yeah. pretty ugly So She did not win <laughs> She lost to a guy In a Batman uniform but now she is There's a petition going on To petition The Ellen Show To get her tickets Because she somehow Deserves them For being an idiot And tattooing The side <laughs> of her head Wow So there's a big group That's trying to make a push To Ellen To try to uh, do this And they're offering I guess this fan is offering to shave the other side of her head and put an Ellen tattoo on that side. So she hasn't learned from her lessons. Oh, my God. She would be having an Ellen tattoo on one side and a 12th man Seahawks tattoo on the other. This is a girl who just doesn't know when to quit. She does not know when to quit. Wow. So no word on whether Ellen is going to grant this and let this woman get an Ellen tattoo on the side of her head. I, somehow I don't think she's going to do that. I don't think that Ellen will sanction this. But that is what, uh, what she's petitioning for right now. <laughs>
1: Wow! So anyone can have any reason they want to yeah. go on Ellen. Yeah. Hey, Ellen, I just alienated half of our fan base by talking about Gossip Girl for five minutes. Can I go on your show?
2: Yes. There okay. you go. That that could be. It. Well, you'd have to get the tattoo though.
1: Oh, to tattoo. I gotta get like a G, like an XOXO on the side of my head.
2: Yes, something along okay. those lines. Yeah. Yeah, so there we go. So uh, she is trying to make up for it. Like I said, trying to get uh, get Ellen to grant her tickets. No word yet on whether Ellen will respond. Okay. And moving on to ball talk. I really hope she doesn't. <laughs> I would hope not to. I have to do this. So there's been a certain person that I've been playing some certain things from over this last, uh, last, especially three or four weeks once I discovered them, and that is a gentleman by the name of The Mad Fanatic. Oh, my God. The Mad Fanatic is a Denver Broncos fan who is also a rapper and somehow has unlimited time to make videos every single week and songs about whoever the Broncos have been playing this entire season. He already put one out about the Broncos versus Seahawks, where he claimed the Seahawks, a Seahawk was a duck, and mm-hmm. that the Broncos were going duck hunting, but now he's put out another one.
1: Is, is a Seahawk a, a seagull?
2: No, it's not a seagull. It's it's um, like an osprey. I think an osprey oh, could be... Okay. Could, could be it, That could be determined to be a Seahawk, I believe Okay Yeah Osprey is a cooler name than Seahawk
1: Osprey is a cool name It is Seattle Ospreys It is Oh, that would be awesome
2: Okay, but I want to read the description of this song first Okay He said this This is what he posted on his YouTube page The Mad Fanatic This song is more serious than a lot of my other songs Because it's about the magnitude of the moment that lies in front of us As though he's a part of the Denver Broncos He is not And then he goes on to say, the song was actually inspired by the Al Pacino. This is what he said. By the Al Pacino.
1: What happened to my music?
2: I don't know, but Sarah, I'd like to uh, present to you. Oh, really? The Mad Fanatic song, Inches. What is it?
0: Mad Fanatic. Black on, cleats laced up The morning after the game When you wake up when you look in the mirror, will you stare at the face of a champ? Or be that guy from that team? that For the life of me, I just can't just seem to remember it all, cause it wasn't a team that won. And nobody ever remembers the team that lost when it's all said and done. When you're on that edge of being a legend, a couple inches from being forgotten. If you scratch your claw, and gave it all for that inch, would you have gotten it? If it could've, then you could've, been you should cause you never find out what it could've been. It'll play in your mind over and over again, wondering what it would've been if you did. Try and build that legacy So your legend will always live on But if you come up short By a couple inches That legend might never be born Gotta see the moment Gotta own it Never know when you ever get another time Why spot. is the
1: bass getting like so much, shit, much louder? Long, in a Greg Talk, Gotta turn that
0: clock, shit down worse to have to regret And wish back, look what happened to McNair, maybe his life could've been different, maybe not life really's a good, but either way you gotta fight for the matches, if Raheem jumps one second later Broncos would've went on the way, but he didn't, and he missed it, it could've all been so different, it's one time for a measurement, i seen the referee did this and I knew, right then and there, football is a game of inches, <laughs> what the fuck,
1: was that the emotional part of it? That the was end? it.
0: That was it. Yes, that was his emotional part. Ball is part. a
1: game
2: of inches. Inspired by the Al Pacino, according to his list, this one was a little bit more serious than his other songs. Sorry, he wants you to take All right, a moment. Greg, and let me think ask you: is, is
1: the Al Pacino? Is that like another rapper?
2: Um, no, I believe it's Al Pacino. He was an actor.
1: No, I know who Al Pacino <laughs> is but I'm saying if they're going by the,
2: that would be really shitty if there's an, if there's a rapper that took the name the Al Pacino. If there is though I kind of want to find out What they What they sing. No I don't believe That's that's the case He's just <gasps> saying
1: There is A rapper Called D. Al Pacino Really? D. E. Dash. Al
2: Pacino Well how I don't understand These rappers That any Or bands even That take the names Of actual people And then try to Call themselves that Like there's a rapper That calls himself Gotti Like you are not You are not John Gotti I'm sorry. That's a, that. That doesn't equate. Just like that pit bull. He's not really a pit bull. Well, that's different, though. I mean, that's a dumb name. I not don't get me wrong. <laughs> but that's different, though, than taking the name of an actual person, D. Al Pacino. <laughs> well, anyway,
1: yeah, that's a bold statement. Football.
2: The mad is fanatic a game of inches. <laughs> the mad fanatic was inspired by the Al Pacino. And that's his song, Inches.
1: Thank you, Greg, for sharing your Inches with us.
2: That concludes this edition of
0: Ball Talk. Wow. Yeah.
1: Hey, do you want me to read you my Gossip Girl synopsis again?
2: Uh, no. I think I, I think I already understand that. Okay, because everyone in the chat seemed to really enjoy it. Chuck Bass it. is an asshole, and um, Blake Lively's hot. That's all I did There to know. you go. I think that's all I need to that's understand about, about that
1: one. That's about it. All right. Wow, somebody actually found a picture of D. Al Pacino.
2: (laughs) Holy balls. I want to hear what D. Al Pacino sounds like. We may have to look that up. He looks like he's from Coloring Bad.
1: Greg, so speaking of Pitbull and also of like parody songs or like songs about sports, you and I need to totally do this before somebody else does, and I know somebody's going to be doing it just as this is leaving my mouth. You and I should totally... Cover Kesha and Pitbull's "Timber," but make it about the Timbers, oh about the God. Portland Timbers. It's going down. down. I love the Timbers.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> even just hearing you do that, I'm embarrassed that you just said that.
1: They like to run. They like to kick. Uh, duh, duh, duh. They are so limber. They, they so are different. the ones I won't forget. And then you can do the pit bull part.
2: No. No. I know. This it's is a terrible idea. It's going down. Root
1: for the timbers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Ew. It's giving me chills. Come on. Some other shitty radio station. You can play that song uh. and then make fun of us.
2: All right. Try it out. It's
1: going down. Like the timbers, you like to run, you like to kick. They're really muscly, and they are limber. We have a team, we won't forget.
2: Woo! No, I'm ending that. Don't do that to yourself.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello my friends My name is Sarah X. Still and welcome to my world of crazy Crazy First up, got an update on a story that we had about a month ago Out of Bradenton, Florida Prosecutors in Florida Say they have decided not to pursue a case against a woman Who was accused of beating up her boyfriend Because he refused to cuddle with her in bed Do you remember this <laughs> I one? I do remember this Yes uh, so I remember her name, that's why So, uh, so charges will not be filed against Shivana Rumpf Remember Shavana Rumpf?
2: Shira- yes, I do
1: Shavana Rumpf Uh, 31 years young Who allegedly attacked Her live-in boyfriend Henry Prince, 33 After a night of drinking When he refused to cuddle Rumpf uh, allegedly tore Price's shirt And threatened him with a knife During the ensuing argument Because he did not want to snuggle But charges will not be pressed Against the Florida woman
2: Did he (coughs) Excuse me Did he get back together with her? Oh, I'm sure I'm sure they're engaged Those kind of people Always end up getting back together
1: I bet Siobhan Rumpf and Henry Prince are match made in heaven. They're like this modern day is Blair Waldorf and Chuck Bass. Oh my god, you're still referencing this. From Florida to Florida with trees, we go to Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Police in Oregon say they have arrested an alleged robber who accidentally shot himself in the testicles after wounding a victim. He is hurt worse than the victim is, by the way. Okay, good. He shot off his testicles. Portland police say in a news release, or excuse me, they said in a news release, that Joseph Johnson, 40 years old, pulled a gun on a neighbor in a parking lot behind the building they lived in and demanded that the neighbor hand over some piece of unspecified property. Uh, Johnson allegedly then shot his neighbor in the leg before fleeing. Police say he shoved the gun into the waistband of his pants. This is how all of these stories start. Oh, yeah. And end shoved the gun, gun into the waistband of his pants and accidentally shot himself in the testicles while r- trying to uh, evade police. Why would
2: you ever put the gun in the waistband of your pants? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why
1: would you even take that kind
2: of a risk?
1: Well, a transit police officer spotted Johnson uh, getting into a car later that night, and he was arrested after falling to the ground while attempting to flee because of the pain due to the <laughs> fact that he shot himself in the testicles. Joseph Johnson, who was found, uh, the, the gun that he was <laughs> carrying was also stolen. Uh, was treated for his injuries Shocking. before being uh, booked in Multnomah County Jail on charges of first-degree robbery, second-degree assault, and felon in possession of a stolen firearm. When did this happen? Oh, so it's recent, right? This the story's from today. Wow. So I don't know if it happened like yesterday or last week.
2: i will look him up. I just want to see what uh, what Mr. Joseph Johnson, Johnson. What Joseph Johnson looks like.
1: What's unfortunate is that I bet there are so many people in Portland named Joseph Johnson.
2: Yo, yeah, and you're totally screwed now. Mm-hmm. Because you're, that, yeah, that does kind of suck.
1: So, Greg, this next story I found, you know, because we were talking about how we all have like part-time jobs. Yes. You know, and how we like to, you know, like get the cash flow moving, we sure. like to find different ways to get those dollar dollar bills.
2: I don't like it when you talk like that. It's really uncomfortable.
1: It's going down. Oh, my God. A root for the Timbers. Ew. Ew. So one of these things that people are making money from, which I think that we would be very good at considering your story that you talked about from last night, is that people, Greg, are now being paid to eat with people over the Internet. Over the Internet. You eat in front of a camera. Somebody pays you to eat dinner with them via your, your camera on your camera. You're computer. kidding me. This is a huge thing Wait, that's happening.
2: do they pay for the dinner?
1: No, so what ha- So this is a thing that's happening in South Korea right now, and it could be taking over the world. They're thinking that this might be coming to the States. So a woman by the name of Park Su-yeon makes $9,000, reportedly, a month from fans who like to watch her eat for hours each day.
2: Oh, this is like a... a-
1: no, 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 it's not a fetish thing. No, she cooks elaborate meals. What they'll do is they'll plan a meal together, She will cook an elaborate meal and eat the food that they, too, are eating.
2: So they mutually make this meal?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So they make the same meal. Then she sits and chats online with the people who they're eating, and they just have a dinner together via the internets, and they watch her eat.
2: Oh, my God. And I'm assuming they pay for the food.
1: Yeah, so they pay for the food. Dude! I know. Dude, this is like your best... I am... I know. know. I'm made for this. So they are specifying uh, that it is not considered feeder porn... Like we have in, in America. Yeah. In America. There's no sex or nudity involved. Um, so what it, it, what it is there for is for people who don't want to eat dinner by themselves. So people who are kind of lonely and they don't want to leave their house, but they want a companion to have dinner with. Which I think is genius.
2: How many of them can you get on there at one time? I don't know. What, what's the going rate? Like, what's the What's the cash? I don't,
1: it says she spends... Let's see.
2: She's making nine grand a month on She's this? She's making
1: nine grand a month. Oh, so, so so by day, she works at a consulting agency, and by night, she sits and has dinner with many, many people. So she will sit and eat, enjoy dinner with folks across the internet.
2: Um, dude, I want to do that. Is there a website so where she, you can sign she, it up for this? It says it's
1: a seemingly endless parade of delicious food, it's, whether it's yummy Korean food, pizza, pasta, steak, you name it.
2: <laughs> I was just... That reminds me we we do still owe oh uh, equipment horizon a, a pizza eating because you want a video of us <laughs> eating pizza. Haven't forgotten.
1: Oh we'll my gosh. I want pizza so bad right now. Yeah, well. Uh, you know what, I'm gonna settle for a much better thing, a big ass sandwich after the show. BAM
2: I don't know what's going on. I don't with you know today. either. It's I don't you know. You are just really, I don't know what's happening. Too much over there.
1: coffee, not enough sleep. I think my adrenaline got a little high after nobody liked my gossip girl bit, and I'm kind of dwelling on that. I think <laughs> I'm just going crazy. Like I think inside, my gauge are you is off. I think are I'm, you my gauge is off.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: All right, I'm just going to move on.
2: This is usually when I can get you to agree to things you want to
1: do. No.
2: No. I mean, you kind of agreed at the beginning of the show to let me throw things at you. That already, I knew something was off.
1: Yeah. Alright, here I'm going to go uh, To Pittsburgh we go An employee at a McDonald's restaurant in Pittsburgh Has been charged with Selling heroin and Happy Meals When customers use the coded request At the drive-thru I'd like to order a toy
2: That seems Hacking. like a really dangerous thing To be using as a as a code word
1: Yeah I'd like to order a toy so authorities made the arrest after an informant told them that an employee was selling heroin at a McDonald's in the East Liberty section of Pittsburgh. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, customers looking for heroin were instructed to go through the drive-thru and say, I'd like to order a toy. The customer would then drive to the window, hand over the money, and get a Happy Meal box containing not the happiest of meals. Well, maybe the Happy Meal. Well, it's the happiest of meals for, for a junkie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, containing heroin. So undercover agents set up uh, a drug buy and arrested... A woman, 26-year-old woman who was doing this. Uh, She denied wrongdoing to reporters, even though she had tons of baggies of heroin as she was led away in handcuffs.
2: I love how they always deny, even though they're caught Mm. red-headed. No, it was me. I wonder what else she was selling, because you know it had to be more than just the heroin. Maybe her body. Although this... I mean, is it that simple? I want the extra toy, because I've always wondered that about the, you know, like... Some of the uh, bikini coffee places mm-hmm. with the secret code words are <gasps> Yeah, you want to know the code stuff. word To see if
1: they yeah. want to they want to hump it out
2: Well, yeah, I mean How do you find out these kinds of things? Obviously, it's got to be word of mouth Or is there some secret internet site Where you can find out?
1: I don't know Not that, that I like want to like finding it. a secret password to, like a secret club You want to know like the secret code word Yeah, I just want to know baristas. I don't want to use it
2: But I just want to know
1: Oh, everyone's a toot in some capacity, Keelan Everyone's for sale We all are We all are Every meal you buy or drink you purchase for that lady that had that has a little twinkle in your eye. She's a prostitute. You're paying for that.
2: You are calling every woman a prostitute right I'm now? I'm a
1: prostitute. You're a prostitute. Everybody's a prostitute.
2: Okay. Is this going to be your new campaign? It is. Your, it's true. slogan? We're all prostitutes. We're all toots? We all... Yeah. Oh,
1: we okay. all give something away for free that we shouldn't be. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: And my my wall is gone. You have no filter right now.
1: And finally, this story made me laugh. It's so silly. And I don't know why it made me laugh so much. Maybe because I'm... My brain's gone. Can I just tell you guys for the record, never go out and have jello shots with Tuggy. That's all. And finally, at Old in England, we go <laughs> to Cherry Old England.
2: Oh, yeah. You have to do that in, in the accent, right? That's what we're okay. doing with World of Crazy. Wherever the story is from, you have to do that this kind of accent. This story
1: made me laugh. All right.
2: Let's do the accent. This is like from accent.
1: Old, Chutton, New England, uh, old Chutton, England. A man who pleaded guilty on a British magistrate's office. It said court, but I changed it to magistrate's because that's what they call it in Britain. A man who pleaded guilty on a British court to obstructing a police officer had drunkenly mistaken the female police officer for a stripper. I don't feel like I can convey this story very well if I'm trying to do an accent.
2: No, i I say keep going. Push through it.
1: Paul Harbord, 27 years young, of Peter Lee, England, had been drinking all day with friends at the pub in Ye Old Shorten and had been told to expect entertainment shortly before a female officer arrived at said pub. When Harbert saw the female officer of the law, he said, Look, here's one of the strippers, he said upon seeing the police officer. Harbert then danced around the female police officer and flicked her with a bar towel, asking her to dance before being placed under arrest because she was not
2: a stripper. Wait, was this like a bachelor party or something? Yeah,
1: so it was a bachelor party. They were told the entertainment Sorry, was, was coming. It was hard
2: to understand through your thick English accent. I know, it was pretty... Yeah. It's, it's, it's spooky, isn't it? it? very... Yeah.
1: It's pretty eerie It was hard to tell I like transformed
0: Mm-hmm
2: Could be a secret agent I'm sure If
1: Alright so they have been told To expect entertainment At the pub Shortly before A female police officer Walked in So unbeknownst to him He thought that The female police <laughs> officer Was the stripper Started dancing around her And poking her with the towel Asking her Why wasn't she dancing And where's her jukebox <laughs> Uh, so, so she placed him under arrest. He still did not believe after she arrested him that she was a real police officer until she actually took him back to her police car and took him to the station <laughs> for processing. Uh, he did plead guilty to obstructing an officer and was sentenced to six months of probation. Just imagine thinking that a female police officer like dancing around her going like, why aren't you, why aren't you dancing with me? <laughs> yeah, but I mean. <laughs> See, I even tricked Keelan. He's like, did you guys hire an English reporter, It was very
2: hard to tell. It was very hard to tell. I don't think I've ever been to a party where there's been a female police stripper. Have you ever gone to a party where there was a a dude dressed up as a cop? Yes, I told you that.
1: No, when I hired... It was a long time ago, but I hired Roger when I was 16 to pretend we were staying at the... uh, at this place I'm, I'm just gonna throw out The name because They're still seedy as fuck At the Chieftain In Bremerton, Washington It's just like Rent by the hour Right yeah it was for
2: the, And you hired a stripper From Seattle Yeah I, mean, I hired, didn't know they were Dressed up
1: as a cop No we had him Pretend that he was Busting us for underage drinking Oh that's right And so I snuck in okay. the jukebox And he came in And he was just like Ah here there's Underage drinking in here And then he was like and Took off his pants And then the real police came And we had to hide In the bathroom Until they <laughs> <we> left <laughs> And then I saw Roger On I think it was Ricky Lake Or Jenny Jones One of those like a month later Wow Because another stripper Had a, cr- a crush on him The show was uh, I have a crush on someone In my profession And Roger had a long Blonde ponytail And she loved him
2: I think I've only I've only ever been to A private party A couple of times Where there's been a stripper Like bachelor party hmm. Style But it was always unnerving Because there's one giant dude That just stands there And stares at everyone Like her bouncer
1: Oh okay yeah Because I guess I've never it's been really around Where there's a female stripper Yeah no it's not yeah. It's not
2: actually all that fun at least not that. At least not the parties That I've been to There were like two strippers, but then just some enormous man staring at you every time Like the girl would dance in front of you. It's like, "Uh, he's going to hurt me. This isn't isn't fun. Go away from me. I'm not looking at her. Go away. I'm not looking at her.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. All right. There you have it. You're all prostitutes. That's your world of grace.
2: (laughs) What? We're all prostitutes. Mm -hmm. The Sarek still in story. Mm-hmm. That could be a great title for a biography, actually.
1: Oh, probably. I believe it, too. So, I mean, that helps. I don't want that to be my lifetime movie,
2: though. I would like to see you to try to, uh, try to do, like, a public speaking engagement on that. There's <laughs> a few places around town where I'm, I'm sure they would be very receptive to what you're saying.
1: Oh, I wonder if Roger still... Stro- no, that was, like... If I was 60 God that's No Roger's not stripping anymore
2: Well you never know Roger's probably in The What other line of community. work Do you think Roger Really could get into
1: Well I mean Maybe Roger and his stripper lady Who had a crush on him In the profession Maybe they had many babies together and There's generally a time Living stamp. on Bainbridge
2: Island Well there is a, There's a time stamp on, on the stripping But Or you can just lower your rates and men, you know, sometimes do get a little more sexy
1: when they get old. Roger would not have aged well. He was orange and had really like roidy muscles and a ponytail but with like a you could already tell the hair was starting to like scream after oh. being pulled back from the ponytail for so long. <laughs> from the ponytail, yeah. yeah. It was starting to go back. Mm-hmm. And that was in
2: 1996.
1: Wow. Yeah, you're older than me, jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, I was propositioned to be a stripper at one point, but I, I I didn't follow through with it. That was a question in the live chat. I thought you were just though. sharing that with me. No.
1: I'm very proud that you got asked to be a stripper, Greg. I feel weird.
2: This is weird. A man. Watch me do Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio, wherever and however you listen. You are... Awesome I am really nervous About working tonight And uh, more free food Seriously It's a problem You'll be
1: fine Just pretend like There's a camera In front of you When you eat it And see if you can Eat it Then I will just
2: Position myself To hide myself From the camera Mm -hmm. Like it won't work
1: it's being suggested that your stripper name could be Tiny Temptation. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one ever. <laughs> Maybe that should be your rap name for the listener party that's happening on February 22nd. Pick up your that tickets today w- at Final Play That will not be
2: my rap name. Oh, God, I forgot that I'm doing a rap battle. Which, Speaking of which, we're going to get uh, Keelan King in here to explain the terms of the rap battle between myself and Scott Daly. Because I need to understand what exactly is happening. And how it works I, I threw out the challenge And now I realize I have no idea What I'm doing <laughs>
1: Rick says See I told you I've got a, I've got a hit Greg Rick says that He already has uh, My Portland Timbers song Stuck in his head
2: I like the timbers
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fruit for the timbers I like how limber Rhymes with timber Ginder Minder
2: What else would you rhyme with it?
1: Plinder Ginder Cinder Cinder We'll leave you in cinders. Oh, yeah. Like it's a light among fire. In cinders? Yeah. Isn't that what they are? Like cinder, fire? I don't, I'm not even doing this anymore. Okay.
2: You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go to officebreakgifts.com and order your gift bag. All right. Sarah. We've done enough damage for all today. Right.
1: Love you all. You guys are fantastic. You're all hookers.
2: Guys and balls up on the Fun Employment Radio Network later on tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment
0: radio. Dot
1: com. love you. I try rock.
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.